0: So you think you have allergies. Is that, what, is that what I heard you say? Yeah, I feel stuff. I was uh, sitting in the car when parking my car in the driveway. And I looked over at my white car, which is black, and it's got this layer of dust on it. And then it occurred to me, oh, that might be pollen.
1: Mm. It was oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was
0: pollen just sitting on the thing. I'm like, yeah. oh, that kind of... I told you I was in a bad mood yesterday. I'm like cranky. I get cranky when I get allergies.
1: Oh, yeah. I think so. you had to see, yeah, when you were a missionary, you mentioned you had cedar fever uh, yeah. out, of, out in uh, cedar Texas. Cedar fever.
0: Can't get rid of it. It needed some more cowbell. It was the only cure for that one.
1: More, cow- more cowbell. They had a lot of those in Texas.
0: Did you know that uh, Elon Musk incorporated that in his autopilot on the Tesla? More cowbell. Yeah, that's he great. Calls the rainbow road. If you click down four times on the sh- the shifter thing that we that you have, it yeah. turns the road into the rainbow road, and then they do the cowbell thing. The whole skit. Oh, they
1: played. They play the skit.
0: Yeah, not like, not the video, but the audio. Oh, yeah. I got a fever. <laughs>
1: I got a fever, and the only cure is more cowbell.
0: <laughs> it's awesome. Good guys. Anyway,
1: hey, you know, I read something the other day that blew my mind related cool. to allergies. So I've always thought that I do you get them? Well, a little bit. Like my family, uh, my 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 gene pool is is head coldy and and congestedy. You know, so your is that, is, is that allergies? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's allergies or what, but I know this, I learned, which I did not know. So for a long, long time, I thought that at night when I was sleeping and I, and like on my side and like one of my, one of my nostrils was like stuffed and the other one could breathe. Right. Do you know that that's a thing called nasal, like it's a nasal cycle and, and cycle and it's, and it's actually on purpose. Like your, your body will like close one down and open one up and then, and, and change it around. Like right now, my right nostril is a little bit. It's called a nasal cycle? It's, it, it, well, it's a cycle because it, it, over time it, it changes. Like Really? Yeah, I thought it was called not, a deviated septum. Well, and it's not congestion. That's the thing that blew my mind. I thought it was congestion related. It's not. It's just a thing that your
0: nose does. Have you, um, <laughs> have you heard of a neti pot? Yes. Have it, you used one? No. Gross. Oh, so weird. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Gross. I know a lot of people with allergies, they swear by neti pots. Okay. I did try it once. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Now they have like electrified netty pots where they can stick them in your nose. Wait, like, we're,
1: we're bearing blah. the lead. I haven't told you the lead of today's episode yet. Oh yeah, maybe and maybe you already knew because you're a smart guy. <laughs> but friends, uh, welcome to the Waystation Podcast, your source for life hack, social commentary, and amazing stories. This is the 100th episode. What? of the Waystation Podcast? 100. Yeah, 100. It
0: seems like just yesterday. It seems like just yesterday. I, we're actually, I, we're at a point now where people are asking us for podcast advice. Podca- I got one this morning. Did you? Yeah. Is a, it is a, is a pod worthy? Not really. <laughs> I mean, in the sense that a friend called and said, I know you do a, a podcast yeah. and uh, I know you're an expert and so oh, tell us how to, to. On how to podcast. Yeah. Oh, I
1: thought podcast. you were saying that they're asking us for like life advice. <laughs>
0: oh no, I, I, I get <laughs> that sometimes. Our, based on our podcast. Yeah. But sometimes, but not a lot. I got this really sweet, more than I I do. got a
1: really sweet comment the other day from our mutual friends. Um,
0: Are I, your I, mutual I w- friends always uh, they're 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 uh, texting you but not me. I want to know this mutual friends. Well, I th- yeah, anyway, it was sweet. <laughs> it was a couple of pods
1: back we made a comment about how Father Time is undefeated. Yes. And I got this note. Um, he's like, my wife uh, emailed, Father Time is not undefeated. He has one loss. Happy Easter. love your podcast. Ooh, isn't that sweet? That's a good one. That's a good one.
0: Hey, good job. <laughs> I
1: thought that was really, I don't know, that's uplifting. It is uplifting. I like that.
0: I like Easter. And you know, I was a little sad because um I think I would like to make Easter more It seems like this year, especially in our our faith, yeah. um, they're kind of transitioning a little bit and trying to make Easter more family-oriented and a longer period. Well, because that's actually in, you know, in
1: traditional Christianity, it, yeah, if, if you're paying you have, attention, it should be right. Yeah, yeah. You have Holy Week.
0: You start. Lent. <laughs> well, they have
1: like a whole liturgy around it, yeah, right? We yeah. don't. We, we don't do a liturgy, but we've always, you know, we believe in, you know, the resurrection, and we believe in Easter, and therefore we talk about it. But it, but we don't, we don't do it the same way those guys do. They do a whole week. Have you, you ever
0: know? had an interaction with Ash Wednesday? Yes. Okay, it, it surprised me. Okay, no, I was me too. I was I was living in New York City, and I was a teenager, and I'm walking around, and there's all these people. Like I saw a guy with a smudge on his head, and I was like, oh, that's. I didn't think much of it, you know. Yeah. So he just, he, poor guy like ran into something, and Surprising. then I saw another one. I'm like, oh, that was a little different. And then after about five, six of them, I'm like, what is going on? Like everybody had these smudges on their foreheads, right? And I had to be explained to. We
1: explain to the uh, explain to the audience what Ash Wednesday is, because you know I don't know if it's a bigger thing when you're in the city and you're around a bunch of people walking around and you can see it more often. But I like I I I was a full grown man before I saw. My first Ash Wednesday. You didn't
0: see any on your mission? Isn't it? That's is pretty well, Catholic I, I down there,
1: can, I, I was a full-grown man on my mission. So I first saw, that's what I first
0: saw, and I did not know what was happening. Yeah, it's, it's a little different. So uh, uh, you're going to have to help me with the— So it's. I about, don't actually know. If you don't know, okay, that, so that's no, fine. It's the burning of the palms from Palm Sunday. Is that what it is? From okay. what I understand. And then and you use that on Ash Wednesday. It's all preparation for this, The, the you know— leading up to easter right because right? you're going to have lent you're going to have the holy week and you're it's it's to commemorate the last bit of christ's life and that's that's probably one of the more you know we know a lot about what happens in the yeah last so
1: but when, then what they do then is like you go oh, yeah, in the and priest
0: goes in and you they, go
1: into the church and there's some sort of religious rite, and then they they, they put a smudge of ash on your forehead it's a cross so, they, okay. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be it's, yeah. they, they do the cross on your forehead with ash, but you can't really see a cross with ash. You just see a smudge. Yeah, because they,
0: they, don't, they don't reapply the ash. They just go, you know, so if it kind of, it's almost like a pen. But, <laughs> it, but then you leave it on. So then walking around in your day,
1: you see people. So when you're in when you're a super Catholic place like I was on my mission, it was like everybody had a smudge in their forehead that day. You're yeah, like, it was oh. a little different. It was like okay, and it's just it was like oh, you got something up there. And like no, no, that's a purpose. Do you oh, know okay. what though? I
0: gotta say, like as a kid, I was like oh, that's weird. But now I'm like oh man, I love, I love, the physical portrayals of faith in society, because uh, it's just not just, something. Just it's, it's not seen. Just you know? like it, you know. It's almost like okay, t- today we're not we don't see it as much on. Um, I think you could in social media if you're on that algorithm, right? But I think in the regular algorithms, people don't see that stuff. But then all of a sudden in real life, they're still experiencing it. I think that's cool. That's cool. That is cool. Everyday real life. So uh, we had Easter. We did. Did you guys have family? No, you guys uh, got rid of your, uh, your your snow adventure. You were supposed to go to Yosemite, right? But yeah, we were going to go doubt. to
1: Yosemite, and it was eight feet under snow. But <laughs> no
0: one. So you didn't end up doing anything else.
1: We didn't. I ended up having another. Just super cataclysmic work week. <laughs> like 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 Jonah wanders into the office at night and night and I'm just hammering away at my keyboard. He's like, I'm proud of you, Dad <laughs> He said that? Well, because I work from home. So when I'm having a bad work day, right. so it's not like old times. Old times, Dad has a bad work day. Maybe he's at work, and you don't see him for three days or whatever, right? right. So I'm at home. So I'm having a bad work day. I'm, like, walking around with, like, a grousing look on my face, and I'm, work, you know, I'm working late when they're just there to see it. And so it's, uh, I don't know, hopefully that'll be valuable or not, uh, not like, just sad for them someday. It'll Do you be like, like working at home?
0: Um, I mean, aside from the commute, I, I get not doing the commute, but... But do you like working at home? Uh, pluses and minuses. I I, can't
1: I, do I that. would pre- I would prefer to go to an office, but if if office life was a little different, like I want to be around. Okay, if I knew I could be around colleagues and working, that would be great. Going to an empty office isn't any, isn't great, <laughs> which is what my office is. Right, so that's weird.
0: Have we talked about the 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 blowback of COVID? And the, uh, we've talked a little, bit, yeah, yeah. I, st- I, uh, you're seeing more and more of it. More and more companies have figured out that people are not as productive if they're not home. Now, you're, oh,
1: you're saying the backlash to the backlash. You're, so yeah. the
0: first backlash was like, I don't know, maybe we'll work
1: from home forever, yeah. right? And people and now really there's a bunch of, now there's a bunch of articles about like maybe not.
0: No, they're not. But no, no,
1: but no. I, but William,
0: your company's different though because you. It's have people not. All it's
1: over not. It's changed forever. Like you're gonna see, there are companies that are backlashing hard and they're gonna make people go back to the office. So if if everyone was a hundred percent before, I'm not saying they were, but it, let's assume that they were. It came down to zero percent. I think it's going to return to. Um, but yours? 60, no, I wouldn't say it's hundred percent because yours
0: wasn't even pre-COVID. Your your company wouldn't have been. It's not even cap You're not even capable of, of meeting all in one office, right? Well, you,
1: but we were before. We we start w- during COVID is when we started hiring far flung. <laughs>
0: So the Ukrainians didn't exist back then?
1: Well we had a separate a single separate office and we had a couple of separate employees, but now we have but now we have employees in Washington, Philadelphia, New York, Florida, Texas, Brazil, Brazil, Italy, Ukraine, and Hawaii. That's cool. <laughs> it's super cool. It's super cool. The whole world I don't know. comes it's kinda, together. It's kind of interesting. Meetings. Okay, I want to. Um, so about what you said, though, William, I I have news. Like, and I know you're gonna be like, yeah, I read other articles, and that's fine. I that that's a, that's the point of this podcast is we can we can go back and forth. But I sent this to Rachel. I decided not to send it to you because I didn't want to bum you out or to stress you out. Oh. But it was this article about um about about commercial real estate, the the ticking time bomb in in office space. It's. <laughs> It's not good. <laughs> um, no, there see.
0: there is a ticking time bomb, but the ticking time bomb is there alone. Uh yes. Um, is that what it said?
1: Sorry, I'm going to uh, turn the sound off of my phone so you guys don't have to it's hear It's a very
0: pleasant sound though. My
1: phone's chiming this morning. Okay, so I'm gonna read I'm gonna read the
0: uh, the byline.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. First I'm gonna get on the internet, because that's important to the internet working.
0: I mean so so. Uh, well, that's interesting because we, we're we're leading into that because of I did say commercial real estate.
1: Yeah, well, you did say everyone's <laughs> going back, and like those articles, like I don't know, man. Okay, well, so it's a chart. Uh, change in commercial property values in the past twelve months. Office values are down twenty-five percent. <laughs> Apartment values are down twenty percent. Malls are down o- almost twenty percent. Other industrials down twelve percent, et cetera, et cetera. But then there's this historical vacancy rate in San Francisco. And now this is San Francisco. So I know that they have their own uh, problems that they're causing for themselves. That being said, um, Q1-2000, there's like, it was like. 2020,
0: a, you mean? Q1 no, what? I'm, I'm going to do. Th- you said 2000. Q1 what? I'm
1: going to do three peaks here. Okay. So Q1-2000. They had, a, they had a peak in vacancy rates, and they were about 18%. And then it dipped down to under 10%. And then after the 2008 blow up, there was another peak of vacancy rates, and it was around 15%. And then it trended down, this is San Francisco, it trended down, 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 down. And they were all the way under 4% vacancy in San Francisco before COVID. And then COVID happened, and as of now, they're at 29.5% vacancy in San Francisco. <laughs> and then finally, this last chart was this um, assets and liabilities of commercial banks in the U.S. and uh, and uh, and it just shows how how many loan like they, they all have they have like twenty percent, fifty percent and seventeen percent and forty seven percent of commercial and industrial loans. There's not <laughs> there, that's so, so the. Uh, let me unpack this for you. Thank you, because if only there was a, a real estate professional in the room. <laughs> here I am. <laughs> Get so, me a real let, estate professional, stat, and some warm water and blankets. Right. Here I
0: am. <laughs> okay, so here's the diff- here. Uh, let, let me try to make this exciting for you. Kay. The answer is yes. Is office in trouble? Yes. Why are they in trouble? Because as vacancy rates go down, that means income to those. Uh, landlords is going down and they still have to pay their mortgages. And they still have to pay their mortgages. Mortgages in commercial properties are typically, you can do three, seven, 10 years. Okay. They're not long term in the sense that 10, you know, like your mortgage for your house is 30 years. Yeah. So in a 10 year cycle, you can have a really big hit if your interest rate goes up and your vacancy goes down. Yeah. Now, what they're not factoring in here is, the rates, right? The rates have gone up significantly. The rates so of what? The oh, rates of rental. Of rent. So they're not as in trouble. So if you bought let's So they say, bought let's say about ten years ago, rates yeah. have been going up for 10 years. Correct.
1: And even if things are down, well, you've been raising rent, rent 10% for 10 years. Correct. So you're 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 still making the mortgage. Is what you're well saying. you
0: might be making the mortgage, but again, supply and demand. If you have a lot of vacancy, that means there's a ton of supply out there, which means your rates are going to start dropping. However, most loans on offices—or not loans, I'm sorry, leases on offices are somewhere around 3 to 15 years. And so you may have a large company that's stuck in a lease. They may not occupy, but they're still paying. So vacancy may—they may may show vacancy
1: of 15— And that's that's what's happening in San Francisco. I mean, like, like Twitter's only using half of their office space, but they're paying for— they All have to. They're contractually, or, or, or they're contractually obligated,
0: obligated to. I, right. I heard that they're disputing it actually, but yeah. Well, you can. I mean, you can go to the landlord and dispute it, or you can even just say, "Well, that was a different company." And well, I mean, there's there's ways to kind of get out of them, and it just depends on who your landlord is, on how hard. I mean, I we lost a tenant, and they uh, they owed us quite a bit of money, and we we just look at it from a perspective of is it worth the cost to pay a lawyer to go after this money? And in most cases, it's kind of not.
1: Yeah, that's the problem with. Lawyering. All right, so uh, this is a so positive. Not as no, terrible. I'm, 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 I'm having a positive day. I don't want to go deep it, on real no, estate. No, this isn't
0: actually as terrible as you think. You know, it's it. Are, are there going to be hits in commercial real estate? Sure, there are. I mean, like downtown L.A. is really suffering uh, in a yeah. lot of aspects, but there's other parts of downtown L.A. that are, are thriving. It's just, it's, it's just, it's just, it's a mixed bag.
1: Santa Monica remains a ghost town. I can confirm. Now, I'm in a part of town where I wonder how busy, how bustling it was before, right? So I'm cuz I'm I'm in the I'm, on a, I'm kind of on the eastern side of the of the Santa Monica area. Right. Um in, in a nice in a nice apart like a, a nice uh, business park right across from a junior college. But I would expect be, because of a junior college and because of the business parks, I would expect at lunch you'd see people get out and walk around. And like they open a little lunch place a, a block and a half away. Where I was like, sweet, this place is great, and we went there like two, three times. It's and already it's, out it's, it's already out because, but well, I thought it through though. I'm like, I worked there a year and a half. I've been there three times. Like, that's not enough times to keep a place in business. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And so then I, I read somewhere that the vacancy rates were that that it was a, it was like 30% occupancy, and now it's up to like 45.
0: Look, if you if you're a company pre-COVID, like, if you're if you're a company <laughs> like yours, yeah, that have figured out that you can um, get better talent in different areas and get it cheaper than the overall cost of of running an expensive office in Santa Monica then yeah that's you're going to you you're, you're going to make money because you're looking for s- cheaper ways of doing it there I, are there are there are flip sides to that right there are I was about to say it, I have found one it's very difficult to get good uh symbi- symbiotic rela- symbiotic you know relationships where they are melding really well over the internet and i don't think that that's that that's, that's, that about to, well, that's what i was about to say I, it's, it's, re- it's related medium. it's not exactly the
1: same we have a we have good regular cadences so like we work well together re- in regular ways we really do but what i found so the last couple of weeks there's been a couple of crises and to try and manage a crisis a crisis sorry crises is plural if try and manage a crisis. With people far flung across the world, like it's so weird because you because the the great value of being in the same place is the is the I call it like the social buffering and I, the, the real word I want to use is lubrication that sounds weird so right. the social <laughs> buffering, which is like to just to be in the same place and to be sitting next to somebody, you have this assumed like we're in this together feeling. That 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 is part of the deal. But when you're but when you're stressed out over Zoom call, it sounds like someone's just yelling at you. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's the pr- I, I would of, say- instead of instead of like we're all in this together, it's like you're in this together. <laughs> is what it sounds like because it's a point to point directional yes. conversation. Yeah. So I can't ever turn my head away from them and pace the
0: room. To intensify the to, situation, well,
1: to, well, to, well, or just to blow off steam, or they can't see me make a joke in the coffee in the coffee whatever right room break room. No, it's to a real blow off problem. steam. Like so so all the only interactions we have are the are the business interactions when we're all on Zoom, and that's fine normally, but it's terrible during a crisis.
0: I and, agree with you, and it's not. Uh, you know, look, a crisis is a pressure cooker. It is, and if you're not all in the pot it's hard to get the the pressure i mean what's the benefit of a pressure cooker it cooks faster it cooks more intensely and at the end of the day you get a better yeah. get a melding of flavor kind of i think thing.
1: so and i and i think that there are some people by the way who act serious on the phone and then turn off the zoom call and just go get baked and blow, you to something get, just <laughs> well look at, <laughs> because
0: you can see think, <laughs> think about the crisis that twitter's going through right i mean tw- twitter's lost over 50% of their employees and what and what is the the, the management is re- requiring them all to be together now yeah. because they're having to reinvent this. You're seeing that same thing happening at Facebook and Google where yeah. you've had this like massive uh, let's-leave-the-city areas that are super expensive like San Francisco, Santa Monica, etc., and we're going to go into more rural areas where we can live and, and have a better life with with the money that we're getting. I think that those days are going to be short-lived. I don't think that companies by and large as they get big enough are going to be able to find that what what's the word symbiosis is that the right word yeah that's the word that they're going to need to to be powerful like your company is still kind of an up and comer i think that as you yeah. grow you're going to find that office spaces can become more and more important
1: i i, I hope again I would, a, per, a, I would i would prefer to drive for 10 minutes go to an office where i have a pretty good uh, private space and work around colleagues that I like. Agreed. I would prefer that. Agreed. But currently I would go to an office, it would be mostly empty, and then they do that stupid open open floor plan thing where I don't have any private space. And then every time I want to get on a phone call, instead of so at home when I do a zoom call, because Zoom calls are half or two-thirds of my day, at home I would just flip up my laptop and look at my laptop. At work, I gotta go to a conference room. I gotta fiddle with the conference room gear, and then I gotta look stupid in the conference room camera uh, instead of having it just be on my face. So your
0: office down there is complete open space. Is it? Is there any offices?
1: Well, there's a ton of conference rooms, but there's no offices.
0: Yeah, that's a tech thing. And it's funny about that is that was very millennial. And we're finding that Jen's the next generation after millennial coming into the workspace want private space. Again.
1: Well, I won't uh, so if I if I had a semi not even a private space, just a cubicle instead of yeah, just Yeah, but an you're open a Gen space. Xer.
0: Gen Xers came from we
1: need Dude, I had an office with of a the secretary early in my yeah. career. I, and, yeah. and I and you had to go through the secretary's office to get to my office. It was, it was great. So here's the interesting- <laughs> It was fantastic. So here's the
0: interesting now, problem with open make, space. It won't make
1: it sound like I would just hunker down in there. No, I had people in there all the time. It's just that when I had people in there, I had the expectation of privacy. And now it, if someone comes over we're going to shoot the crap in my, my cubicle, my, everybody's hearing it. Like, we're all talking about well, basketball so now. so my brother-in-law does the same
0: thing. <laughs> he works for a, a semi-tech company in Utah, and they have open space, and he hates it. Hate it. So he likes being at home because at least it's kind of semi-private. Yeah. So here's something interesting for the evolution of commercial real estate. Yeah. If prior to uh, COVID, there was this huge push in the, uh, I don't know, after 2008 when when things kind of blew up. And they, they came out of this in the resurrection of the new office space, which would be in the cloud. So all your tech's in the cloud. Yeah. Which all are are spaces, is, by the way. No assigned offices. So what does that – the, the theory to this was if you are buying office space for 100% of your workforce, only – let's say, 70% show up at any given time. So you can reduce your office space by 70% with this open plan.
1: Yeah, but that's not what they said. I'm not by 30%. What they said is, hey, we can all see each other. We all collaborate. It's Uh, just really open. Look 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 at – I mean, I I actually toured Facebook, and I actually pointed to Zuckerberg's, like, open floor. Like, he sits at one of those tables with a computer. Yes. So Um, very, but 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 right behind his desk is this giant conference room, and I'm like, he's in there all the time, isn't he? He's like, yeah, he is. Exactly.
0: So what happened was, I'm like, okay, the the millennials kind of grew up in this space and they like it. And now it does look better, but there's there's a hybrid that's starting to come out now where you have an open pit or they call the pit or the you know the war room or whatever where some of the uh, people that kind of have to churn and burn; those were that's where they go. But then you have like higher executives are in these offices that are around, but they're glass and open space. Field. Yeah, I don't
1: mind if people see me. I yeah. just I just want to so have the expectation. So a lot pro- of
0: glass. They're, the whole idea is uh, light and glass and stuff like that. So you're going to find that uh, people will start using all these thousand conference rooms that they put into place. They're going to turn them into offices. Maybe they are because the next generation coming up, Gen Z, doesn't like it. Yeah, well, they don't like open plan. Yeah, and by the way, if you look at well, WeWork, do you know WeWork? Yeah, have you ever seen their spaces? I've been in a couple of them. Okay, so the majority when they started out was this the same kind of idea where you know we're open gonna have open these open collaborations plan. of all these different people in the community. Yeah, and they show up and it's almost like this you know uh, co-op. We're gonna no, all work together. No, it's like work co-work.
1: It's co-work. It's It's actually a it really, It's a really sweet. Su- it's a really
0: sweet idea. But it's just not real. Well, not only that. They're in their <laughs> second iteration or third iteration of WeWork is of this, and it's a complete disaster. It's not working. And so they, they're they're trying to figure out how they, they – well, at one because, point – Because there's a presumption. So th- this, this is interesting, by the way. If you're out there thinking of about your
1: business, you need to think about your customer, and you need to imagine a wide, wide world when you think about your customer. Because WeWork – That whole idea is around the San Francisco idea, which is that everybody's in their 20s, everybody's single, everybody is professional, and everybody's social. Like, guess what? A lot of people in the regular world uh, marry and have kids, have social life separate – don't really want to go and have a coffee with a bunch of randos because they're not looking for friends. <laughs> they, like, right. they, you know what I mean?
0: They need to get and I, do their work. I, and go I, home.
1: And, so William actually has uh, a building where they have uh, this kind of remote office space for for people that have small companies or remote offices. And you you have none of that. There's zero open space. It's all individual yep. offices. Yeah, and that we're we're booked. I mean,
0: <laughs> we can't. And and the we, and people we I, a lot I don't of want to interrupt you. You were
1: saying that WeWork is in its third phase. Go ahead. What were you going to say well, about no,
0: nothing? That it's the problem is is that the next generation Gen Z is not follow, going for. They're it. not having it. They're not having it. They want. <laughs> they they still. Some of them are even going back to kind of like, hey, we want traditional lives. But this Gen, the millennial generation that had gone into the, the the spaces at that time, you're right, we're in the 20s, 30s, we're never getting married, we're not going to da, da 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 And as they got older, they realized, wait, not only do we want private space, but we want private lives. And so yeah. they're, they're finding themselves, There, th- it's an evolution. So I think when we come out of COVID, the end of this is, you're going to find office spaces are smaller for companies because we do have remote, we figured a way to do some remote working. And they're going to be open space with glass offices instead of having open space, uh, giant rooms with tables and sitting there. And yeah. but they're still going to be having some collaborative space where they can kind of get together and brainstorm, right? But it's it's going to go more traditional. It's just going to be smaller. Hmm. You have a smaller traditional. So yeah, we could do with a lot less. A new we could do
1: with a lot less space. Yeah, Our current space, we could do with a lot less space. Yeah. We could do with. We could easily do with half the space that we have right now.
0: You've been to our office, right? Did you ever go to our office? No, you were never at our office prior to the... I was. I've been there both times. Oh, you're... Okay, so you remember what it was before. It was very... It was very uh, Gen Z, where there, we had private cubicles with private offices, and it was a, in order to do that you need a lot of space. So we did the hybrid, which is we have private offices with open space for for people that are kind of up and coming.
1: Yeah, have, have a bullpen for bullpen, uh, for, right. for. But see, that makes sense to me. Now some people would say, "Oh, that's, there's an obvious hierarchy." I'm like, "Yeah, so what? It's Who supposed cares?
0: to be. Yeah, <laughs> they're supposed to be. You shouldn't. You're, yeah. you're, you're not coming in and knowing exactly what everybody else knows. So it's fun. We uh, I, I actually find this. Uh, quite, I mean, the evolution of, of commercial real estate constantly happens. I will say this. I don't know where the—you you talked about multifamily. Multifamily usually keeps up with inflation because rents go up and rents go down. It, it, it's much more uh, stable. Um, because people need housing, and in these other in yeah, these it's places, not like
1: the office space. Like you, you're still
0: going to need to live yeah. somewhere. Although in LA, you you can live on the street. Usually <laughs> when <laughs> don't give it started. usually in uh, you can see uh, you can see a recession happening uh, or starting to happen. Office is usually one of the very first to get hit. Yeah, and are you space. seeing it? I mean, recession's coming. That uh, you have the the feds are trying to get us into a recession to get um, inflation under control. Yeah. That's the process, right? Yeah. We spend too much money as a government. Don't we hate print the player. Hate the game. Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 print, we print and spend too much money as a government, and that causes inflation. Then what do we have to do? Well, we have to increase interest You have uh, to stop printing rates. and spending money. Right. We stop spending. Well, they don't stop spending it. That's why it goes up so f- We're still going up yeah. so fast. So then what we do is it's a de facto tax that nobody has to vote on. Yeah. Right, so now they're able to collect all this back, and they <laughs> they slow us down in a recession. So usually, what we'll do is we'll see offices vacancies will go up, yeah, and they're harder to rent, and so that's usually your first sign. The second sign is a uh, a uh, uh, retail, yeah, right, and then the third sign is going to be industrial because industrial. Boy, really our hometown
1: mall's taking
0: a beating. Well, but that 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 <laughs> that's another. That's like another. we have we just have flight after flight after flight. Yeah, like that's another problem. Permanent Mid- closure. I have a whole vision for that thing, but it would take so many dollars.
1: I do too. My vision is that it gets bought by a private university and they turn it into a, like a hall of learning. That'd be cool. That's not gonna happen. They did that <laughs> at, <clears throat> down in uh, Century City. I don't actually know if they ever filled it up, but uh, down in Century City, pretty close to the temple, there was a mall. They got bought by Google and was going to be turned into a Google campus. Still is. Um, is this? It, it was turned into. It was turned into a Google campus.
0: No, they're still doing it.
1: Oh, it's they're called tr- one,
0: <clears throat> one, something like that. It's super yeah. cool.
1: So it's a mall, like a straight up regular mall. Yeah. Just imagine a regular mall. Like I went there and there were signs up, and I, that's when I found out about it. But there were still like two places open, right? There was still like a Bath and Body Works and a Victoria's Secret was open. When yeah, I was there. but Google's but, turned but, it but, into a, a campus. Mo- but there was a movie theater. And then the movie theater is apparently staying, but then the, but then the rest of it's going to become a Google campus, which yeah, is but super that's, cool. That's
0: a little different, right? That's not like a hall of learning. It's a I, Google I, campus. I think I
1: think it'd be cool if uh, defunct malls became like uh, colleges. Be oh, fun. I think
0: that the, the hybrid. I almost don't want to say it on here because somebody's going to pick it up, but I don't <laughs> have the money to do it. But yeah, uh, I think you're going to see like. If JCPenney and Macy's and, like in ours, we have J.C. JCPenney, Macy's, used to have Sears. You yeah. Know, uh, you know, I think, like, for instance, right now, Sears is empty, right? A lot of people said that was going to turn into a Costco. No, I it was believed. announced that it was yeah, turning into a Costco. No, it was, that was all PR. It's really? Crap. Why would, why would Costco ever go there? It doesn't make any sense. Well, the reason that Costco go there is we need another Costco and. But the Costco doesn't like those locations. They want big, giant boxes with big, giant parking lots. It didn't have either. It did. I didn't think. I didn't believe that that Do was. Do you ever think Westfield happen. has a
1: parking lot problem? Our mall. It does. Cause, cause, cause. I
0: had this weird thing where I go there
1: and the parking lot's full, so I park far away and then I walk in, and there's no customers. So I'm like, is it just all employees? Like, who's in the parking lot if it's full? You know what I'm saying, or they well, just yeah, all the has, restaurants.
0: So I, I honestly don't know. Here's my vision. Here's what you take a mall, especially okay. with ours, right? Ours has been cannibalized because we have an indoor and an outdoor. We have so two. So to be clear, we indoor.
1: have we have a lot. We have a two hundred thousand person community, and it's it's reasonably affluent community. I mean, it's like you know, it's on the high side of the median at least, and it's it's the kind of place that could easily should easily be able to
0: support a mall. Right. I think you either go. There's two ways to go: high luxury, right? Yeah, which I don't think our community can afford. obviously. Uh, And or you go hybrid, so where you're taking Sears and turning it into an apartment complex, and then you take the mall and you turn it into a community, so you have like instead of having shopping, so that kind of hybrid, yeah. So you have so you have, and then you can turn another one of the big boxes into office. You can basically do office. uh, You can just it's a giant mixed use thing. So you have shopping for retail, yeah, restaurants, and you have. I mean, I know, that,
1: I know that they build malls that way. I've actually been to a couple of them that, that are pretty cool and they work pretty well. I just didn't know that you could uh, – well, no, one, no one's really done it, I guess. No one's really retrofit an old-timey mall
0: they did. to do that. There's one in um, the old Macy's in uh, – I think it's in uh, North Hollywood. The old Macy's they just did. They turned into housing? they got housing in there, and they've got shopping. they wow. turn it into a shopping center. So so it's a little bit – it's just this hybrid version. It takes a lot of vision and money. Well, to it takes a that. lot of money to do that, right? Yeah, it takes it a lot could, of
1: money. Because if you're going to put housing, then you have to put in parking. Yeah, and,
0: and a lot of those, like, you know, Sears or whatever, they don't have a lot of windows. So you have a I lot of – I think in
1: Hollywood it makes t- sense because you have – North super, Hollywood. S- well – oh, is it no home? Yeah. Oh, I think I've seen – I think I've seen that place. Right after 170. that's hilarious. I'm like, I've
0: always wondered what that place. Is. It was a giant Macy's with no windows. I think. I think
1: Rachel actually told me as we drove by. She's like, Oh yeah, I use that as a comp all the time because they're doing this interesting thing. Yeah, <laughs> that is really cool. That's a
0: conversation yeah. we had. So you know what's really funny about this is my brother-in-law. Uh, he he did his master's thesis on a bu- on on that building. Oh. And before they ever even announced what they were doing, he had called me and said, Hey, can you help me with comps with this and stuff like that? I've decided I'm gonna. They have to take take a building and, and what he was doing, he had to like repurpose the building. Mm-hmm. And so they repurposed that into the thing and he drew it out. And and then what during the process of his master's thesis, they dropped this the this company bought it and they dropped out what their plans would look like. And it looked a lot like his stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> a lot like his stuff. So yeah, it's a thing, but it does take lots and lots of money. By the way, you saw that in Santa Monica Mall. Right, Third Street Promenade used to dead end in the mall, and the mall was pretty much dead. And what they did is kind of opened up the middle of it with corridors, so that it was kind of more of an extension of Third Street Promenade. Now they have a problem. Those big boxes. Uh, where is that? I'm sorry, I've forgotten. Third Street. It's Where's- uh, you're gonna. It's on Third Street in Santa Monica. It parallels. Oh yes, got Ocean. it. Thank you. Okay, I forgot what we were talking about there. And they they've had a problem there though. Their problem there is everybody owns. 50 feet of the street, you know, so you have like 200 owners. Yeah. And so they can't really, what do you do with that? It's called Uh, street. Anyway, we've gone long in commercial real estate. What else is going on? Okay. So people fall asleep? A couple things. Wake up.
1: First, this was was just fun and silly, but I just want to tell you the thing that's happening. So in our family, um, we have this family chat that everyone's in. And because our family, like a lot of people are making movies and short films and skits and whatever, that whenever I find a crazy news, weird news story, I drop it in the family chat with the words writing prompt. So it's like, (laughs) if you read this headline, then like, what would you, what would you write about this? Just because it's it's funny, right? Right, right. But I want to show you a few, a few weird examples that we've had over the last couple weeks. This is, these are actual headlines with either videos or articles attached. Got it. So writing prompt. Brazen monkey kidnaps puppy and takes it on a wild ride over rooftops. What? <laughs> and there's this video, and it was on the the this this monkey like runs up, grabs a dog, and like takes off. <laughs> what
0: country is that in? Uh, UK. What there's monkeys in UK? <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I shouldn't say that. the video came from a UK website, so maybe maybe it's maybe it's their world. I don't know. Yeah, Costa Rica. Um, I'm not trying to find this other one. Um, there's there's two more. Uh, scrolling down, we have we,
0: we chat a lot. You, you sent family. me that uh news article that is fake news, but still Budweiser getting rid of the Clydesdales
1: Uh, this isn't actually a writing prompt, but I thought it was an incredible headline just for how idiotic it is. Did climate change make Gwyneth Paltrow's ski crash worse? <laughs> <laughs> That's an actual news headline, really? Yeah, from where Gizmodo?
0: Oh, Jesus.
1: Okay. okay, here's a writing prompt. <laughs> writing prompt. In 1971, Soviet geologists working in Turkmenistan set a crater on fire to prevent the spread of methane gas. So this is crater, it's leaking methane gas, they set it on fire, <laughs> expecting that it would burn for a few days. The hole has been burning since then for 51 years and is now known as the door to
0: hell. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, that's a a real thing. There's a picture of it. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs)
1: that looks
0: so ominous. But how,
1: right? Like, how writing prompty is that, man? That's like Stranger (laughs) Things stuff right there. Okay. Did you
0: see the? Did you see the dairy farm that blew up? Speaking of methane. Oh no! You didn't see that?
1: Uh no. It killed eighteen thousand cows. Oh, that's terrible. (laughs) That's so many cows.
0: How do you kill that many cows? It There was a method there. It's a milking, it's a dairy farm. Yeah. And they're all in a shed and there was a a malfunction with one of the fans that kind of like keep things going. Oh, the it. And it sparked and it created a methane fire and just incinerated everything. Ooh. That's crazy. Cow farts. Yeah. That's terrible. I'm still scrolling down to my next- Total danger. To my next- but you—you you sent me the one where uh, Budweiser replaces the Clydesdales. Well, that's, that's a joke, though. It's not a writing prompt. <laughs> with cows that identify as horses. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Come on, that's just good. Did call. you see the other? That's just pro- oh, here's the last writing prompt. This is an actual thing with a picture attached. Mysterious underground city found in man's basement. What? And there's a picture attached. And this guy was a whoville This guy was remodeling his house. And and as he was digging around in the basement? He found like a doorway to a to this cavern. He goes in the cavern, and they've they have they've been excavating it for I don't know how long, but there's like hundreds and hundreds of, of of houses. All right, so now I'm clicking through because that one's just. But writing prompt like how nuts would that be? Like for example, would you you one of the oh it's in Turkey. A renovation project in Turkey led to discovery of a lifetime—a city that once housed twenty thousand people that what? was in connected like tunnels underground. <laughs> and no one but, knew it existed for perhaps thousands of years. Local Cappadocians retreated underground when enemies approached. Their subterranean city, illustrated here, was rediscovered by accident. <laughs> what? So, like, so here's the, the writing prompt: is like. Imagine it's you, and you're digging around, and you and then you go into this place. Like, do you tell people, or do you just move you can, in? That's so a just total Netflix it.
0: series, right but there. It's a
1: series, right? Because what if you go far enough, and then, like people are still living there? <laughs> And there's a whole city of people that are, like, blind or operating in the dark or whatever. They, yeah, because they're,
0: like, they're al- complete albino because there's no pigment in their skin. There's no
1: pigment in the skin. And there's, like, some water source that also brings in fish that keeps them alive. I don't know. Good stuff. <laughs> 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 All right. So I just wanted to tell you. So whenever uh, good listeners, if you ever uh, stumble upon a weird enough story, you want to send it our way for a writing prompt, we would love to hear
0: it. That's funny. Did you see how much? Uh, okay. So if you watch this Dylan Mulvaney stuff— I have a prediction. We're not okay. I have a prediction. We're, okay,
1: but I, I want to say something. If we're ever going to talk about the subject, we have to reserve time to be very precise and 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 very specific. But because what? because I don't want to. I, because I don't. I don't want. I don't want to be on the wrong side of this issue in any way because people are furious about it. So go ahead and tell what me. Mean you're, the
0: wrong side of the issue.
1: I, I mean, I don't want to be on the side of the issue where somebody who is. Um, is experiencing this in their lives, hears us making jokes about it, and is like, "I'm gonna kill myself." That's the, that's how i mean on the wrong side of the issue. So we need to be very precise.
0: Go ahead and tell me about your Dylan Mulvaney observations. Oh, you've got me all riled up now. Uh, First of all, that's a misnomer. People that that have gender dysphoria don't may. Uh, I, I I read an article that says they don't actually self harm at higher rates, and maybe they do like, after they transition. Okay. Okay, so – but that's also – I don't know if you've watched all of the data on this, but – Are you prepared to be precise? uh, I don't want to be precise. I want it to be funny. Okay, so be funny. Do do the funny thing and I'll do it. So Dylan Mulvaney is some man who decided to become a woman and has spent a TikTok thing or whatever and every day posts like day blah, blah, blah of of his Of his transition, right. And he's – I was wondering
1: wondering where he – Sorry. I was wondering where this person comes from. I like I think I, it's TikTok I legit,
0: or I legit don't Reels, know like why or, why is this person famous? I have no idea. Okay, so, so yeah, they popped out of nowhere, right? Okay. And I've actually watched a couple and he's he's kind of entertaining. Okay. But I find him to be an entertainer. Okay. Does that make sense? I don't I don't look at this as like he's some kind of trans activist, which is what everybody's they're calling making him that, him Yeah, out yeah, yeah. Me, right? So on his 365th day, Yeah. This uh Bud Light, yeah. vice president, who yeah. has decided to rebrand Budweiser. So to reposition it to make it interesting to yeah, a rising generation. Because we're a they, <coughs> what, because, I, well, you, because
1: in fairness to her, because the rising
0: generation is not drinking Bud Light. Right. So. It's a declining brand and yeah. it's iconic and we wanted to resurrect it, right? So they so they decide to make Dylan Mulvaney uh a rep. One of the spokespeople for Bud Light. Yeah. And what do they call it? Ambassador. Okay. And they even sent a picture of Dylan Mulvaney on a Budweiser can. Yeah. And Dylan Mulvaney calls it one of his pre- precious, uh, you know, most precious things that, that they— that Cool. That, All, right. All right. So anyway, so they made this big thing about it, right? And so there's been unbelievable amount of backlash on this. I don't know if you saw it, but they lost $6 billion of market cap. Oh, I was wondering where they got that number. So it's the stock price? Yeah. Okay Because the middle of the country Is not buying the beer anymore Okay So the distributors Are freaking out I'll be
1: interested To see how long that lasts But yes Oh you don't think it will Well mostly Because if if I like Bud Light How long am I going to go Without Bud Light
0: (laughs) Well you know Who else is doing it too One of my favorite brands That I cannot buy anymore Nike Nike so yeah, they just yeah. Gave me another reason. I'm almost out of not having reasons, and I'm like, okay. Colin yeah. Kaepernick's gone, and they add a new one. So
1: here's here's what I want to say about that. So I, I want to be precise. So by the way, so that's happened. So they so they had this they, they had this big Dylan Mulvaney uh, trans like endorsement ambassador endorsement of the Bud Light. Well,
0: yeah. oh, here's my prediction. Supposedly,
1: supposedly people are are buying less Bud Light, and so, and and news of it. Has caused the stock price to go down. Yeah. We'll see if any of that lasts. I suspect that some of that will blow over. But to be precise, and I this is important to me, I have no interest in being a trans hater. Like I, I've known, al- I've only known a few trans people in my life, and I did not do anything to make their lives worse, or I, I did not try to make fun of them or hurt them or do anything but polite. Okay. So I have no desire to actively chase around trans people and make them feel bad, but but if I was to boycott Bud Light, which I've been doing now for fifty years, because <laughs> uh, as members of our faith we don't drink alcohol, uh, but uh, but if I was to boycott Bud Light, it wouldn't be because I saw a trans person drinking Bud Light. It's because they're trying to they're trying to put energy behind this idea that. That more is better. And I, I don't want—I'm not interested in, in being educated on how I'm supposed to think about the world by my brands. I don't want Nike to tell me how to think about the world. I don't want Bud Light to tell me how to think about the world. So I if, if I were one of the boycotters, I, it would be because—not because not I want to hurt trans people. It would be because I don't want people to—this is not a church. It's a It's a beer. It's not a church. It's a beer. Don't tell me how to think about the universe. Just represent the things I care about and sell beer. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm totally 100% with you. Now, it, it, I want to finish that thought. If they truly think that the things that people care about are trans issues and that in doing so will sell a bunch of beer, then more power to them. But they're sending a message to me who does not care about that and does not want to advance that as, like a, as, a, as a bigger part of society. That like, Yo, oh, but we're not the beer for you. I'm like, fine. They're not the beer for me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think there's enough beers out there that people can – I don't think people are going to go back to Bud Light because of it.
1: Well, I just want to emphasize I this think, idea. I just want to emphasize this idea. I have no interest in chasing around and making individual trans people feel bad. That's important. Like, I don't. I, I, ha- I, do, I do have an interest in and in a rejection of uh, – m- of, pop, can you, of of raising the profile you, of trans issues so much that that incredible numbers of our young women are considering trans lifestyles that never would have before. That's I think that's that that's dangerous
0: and I think, terrible. B- abuse. I, I think I
1: think that's a, a dangerous thing it's to evil. do, and I'm not interested in supporting it. I hope that the, that's I now, think I know here's that,
0: the problem that we I hope have that, come that
1: specificity. To. Is taken in gen- genuinely because
0: yeah. genuinely that's where I'm at. Here's the place that we've come to in society. And yeah. it genuinely makes me crazy. And that's the idea that if I am for borders, then I am against people that are immigrating. Well, they, that's on purpose. They, 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 they
1: define the argument but that way. that is way. not
0: the definition of, of a good policy or argument.
1: No, no, no I don't, because they
0: redefine the argument rules so that they win. I, <clears throat> I understand that. Yeah. And I get that they're doing a good job at it. Yeah, yeah. But what we've come to in even education purposes or anywhere is you cannot say something that is yeah. true— because it attacks an individual. Here's something... Because
1: it's defined by their new rules as attacking an individual. Correct. But Even that, though that's false.
0: That's where we <laughs> come. And yes. So when you say you have no interest in, uh, you know, uh, what did you Chasing say? Around Chasing around at, and, and at hating. And, 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 and
1: making, harming. Harming someone who is I choosing to you. live a transgender lifestyle. I don't,
0: I don't want to make an individual feel bad. I that. agree with you. Here's my butt. Well, I am angry at the fact that we have to say it. I know, and I have friends that are trans. Okay, yeah, that sounds like uh, what do they call that when people say I have a friend? Oh, so my best minority. friends are Jewish. So my yeah. best. I've and I've <coughs> known them since I was a kid and teenager. I've been exposed to it. I lived in New York City. This is not something that's new to me, Right. but it is a mental illness. And for us to not say that is absolutely destroying the ability for us to say what is true and what is not true. And that is not attacking an individual. I have great compassion for people that that suffer from mental uh, problems, even if they don't know that they're mental problems. That's terrible. It's a horrible place to be. But in society, if we're not helping people with mental de- uh, problems, then we're not actually doing anything. You're making it worse.
1: Okay, so let's talk about that for a minute. I don't. <clears throat> if you're saying that it's a, you're saying that it's a mental illness. Yes. And someone would say you're transphobic and you're even hateful for saying that. Fine. Okay. Uh, well, call me a name. But, All but, right. Fine. Whether or not, whether or not it's a mental illness, to discuss it and have an opinion about it m- is required. It's yes. required. Yes. Let me give you an anal- analog. <clears throat> our, our church like, uh, uh, fosters a high level of compliance, and we, and we love and support our leaders, and we think that they're called of God. So people call us a cult. Now, they're fully allowed to call us a cult. They right? do it all the time. They right. do it to our face. All through high school, it's like, you're part of a cult. Like... And, and we have to we stop and consider. Like, are we part of a cult? We talk about it <clears throat> in our families when we're raising our kids. Dad, are we part of a cult? Well, let's talk about it. Like, that's a real thing. There's whole Netflix shows that kind of wink, wink, hint about this person wouldn't have been a murderer if it wasn't for that crazy cult. There's a whole Hulu series about it, right? right. <clears throat> so I don't think I'm in, in a cult. And I'm happy to talk to anyone about it. And they get to say it about me. Right. And it's offensive. That's an offensive word. It's a loaded word. That's an offensive thing to say. But they get to say it and we get to talk about it. And I get to choose if I'm going to be offended. So William get, gets to be offensive and say, oh, I think this is a mental illness. And, and, and you're like, oh, that's offensive. And, and I'm like, okay. And you can disagree. But we get to talk about it because you've chosen that and if you've chosen that you get to talk about it and i've chosen my faith and i get to talk about right what we I don't we think are. a
0: mob should shut it down a mob doesn't get to and say and that's what's happening yeah and the problem is is like what <clears throat> i was watching the white house talk about the diversity of the hires that they have in there you don't think their, the mob should shut what down the conversation any i don't think the mob should shut the conversation up. that doesn't mean that they shouldn't they, they have the right to not listen. They have the right to not purchase whatever it is yeah. I'm selling. Does your they employer have, th- have the right to fire you? Yes. Yes. I think that's true as well. Right. Okay. Keep going. The flip side of that is I have a right to say it still. And if, that, if the consequences be damned. But the, I, I I don't think the con- I think that we're having a backlash. And my my prediction of Well, Dylan Mulvaney, there, there there are some backlash. The the studies after the transition do not show that they're happier or that they're more content with life. It yeah. doesn't show anything. And in well, fact whether or not
1: that's something that we're gonna go deep on, you get to talk about it. We get to talk about it. Like I, I, I the reason that it's important to me is um there are there are there are worldwide behaviors that are called sociogenic behavior. That's behavior that you didn't know you felt this way, but when you observed other people feeling this way, it made you want to feel that way. And and there's in the history of of like disease, there's like there's when there's insulated pockets of people that observe a certain behavior, then they all start to do it, and they're like, right. oh, like oh, we all have yes. suffer from this arm pain or this leg pain or whatever, yes. and why it's a group of nuns and like there's there's some mm. sociogenic yes. disease way back where a group of nuns. All, we're in an isolated situation, and they all started suffering in the same the same way, right? right? Um, and socio
0: and, 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 and transgenderism and, and, or, or, or transgender.
1: There is now an isol- a way to isolate yourself in in, in broad daylight, yes. and it's to be on your phone with a group of people that are constantly talking to you about this thing, Correct. and it's caused a dramatic spike in youth who identify as transgender. Correct. And that is that has to be talked
0: about Correct. because it's
1: youth, it's and young the minds. Flip
0: side of that is that they're starting to cause, uh, you know, it with. Let's just give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Let's okay. say they have a child. Yeah, and that child starts to talk this way. Yeah, and you as a parent are concerned. Well, let's not say they. Let's say we. Let's say we have a child, right? Because okay. we, we all have take, kids, and we, we're concerned. So we're looking for help. So we take them to a counselor. The counselor says this to you: Your son biologically yeah wants to be a girl it's better to have a live girl transgender girl than a dead son that's the line they used I just got a a, a permission slip from the from the school saying this all it said it's a half page yeah I blank give permission for my son blank to go see the school psychologist sign here and I'm like what the heck? Why are we getting this? So I called the school I'm like, well, we don't really know. We had these, uh, you know, sometimes we get these and, and, uh, you know, some of uh, the yard duty or a teacher or somebody can refer it. Or sometimes there's a questionnaire, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, cool. You tell me why you want to send him to the school psychologist and I will not send him. Here's why. There's no way in hell I'm sending them to a government psychologist. <laughs> and he's like, taken back and I'm like, I don't know who you think you are or what you think you're telling me but you tell me what's wrong with my kid and I'll take him to someone I trust and I'm not doing, I'm not conceding, I'm not conceding that I as a parent (laughs) don't know what's best for my child or that I can't get him the help that he needs
1: look, I think you're right I think you're right. I also think that some of the places that you and I read magnify every single case and, and are making this— I
0: always—I agree with you, but and, I always— and are,
1: and are making this to make you mad. I always so. go
0: to, No, but I always go to the other side on that one because I look at I look at both sides on that one, and there's, it's everywhere on both sides. And here's the problem, Randy, and yeah. this is—it's this is, a moral imperative to protect a child. If you're 24 years old and you want to like, transition, we, we agree. more power to you. No, we it's agree. It's your we, decision. We don't let kids
1: drink. And we don't let kids smoke. Or vote. Or go uh, to war. we don't let them vote. We don't let them go to war. Why? Because they're young and unformed, and Correct. we want we want adults to be able to make informed decisions when they're, when they're old enough.
0: Correct. And I don't think a child should and have that, the right that, to go get an abortion before they're 18. I don't think a
1: child should have the right to amputate their right arm because they feel like it.
0: I agree. And then that's the problem. We've gone crazy. It's gone
1: nuts. Well, but... I, look, the backlash is, is, is upon us. There are I hope so. It's weird, that, it's weird that there's any battle lines on this. It's just weird that there's any
0: battle lines on this. It's terrifying. It, and by the way, this is that, a nonpartisan but, issue, and I'm telling you, Democrats and Republicans, despite what they show you at the top of the, of the tickets where they talk no, about no, this, in the real world, no, a Democrat no, and Republican think the same way on this issue. They think the same
1: way, but the Democrats would not say it the same way. They wouldn't say that it's a mental illness. They wouldn't say
0: because they would just the, say protect children. Okay, the, fine. Don't call them out. I'd be provocative. They would, they would.
1: They would think of a lot of super nice ways to get to the same right. conclusion. Sorry if I'm, I'm hyperbole. Or they wouldn't say anything at all, and they would just quietly treat their kid the way they want them treated. That's probably what they. That's what most people would do. I but can uh, tell you this. I, I heard a long. Inter- I listened to a long interview last week with a teenage, uh, see, girl who transitioned into a boy. Yeah. Um, I heard this uh, long interview, and just, she was she was super articulate, and she was um, my heart
0: was broken for that girl, just broken, um, just broken to listen to her because
1: she's super articulate and she sounds super sweet, and she made it seem like I'm I'm just regular reasonable person, but if you listened carefully to what she actually said, what she actually said was that she was basically threatening. Her healthcare providers and her parents that she was going to kill herself Correct. if she didn't transition. If, she didn't say that outright, but she did say that Correct. if you listened carefully to what she said. Well, I was a kid, and and as a parent, William, like you, you're a parent. Like if I, I've actually known, I actually have friends. We actually have mutual friends who have a, who has a kid who 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 has, has severe behavioral disorders, and they've had a conversation. They've had a conversation like. We have to prepare ourselves that it's possible that we come home one day and our and our son has killed himself. That's possible because he he acts in ways that could very well lead to that. And and as a parent, I mean I can't imagine anything more terrifying. Like there's very few things that could hold me hostage. You know, it's, but they always do this in movies. They always do this in movies. It's like the terrorist is on his way out of the house and he grabs your kid and puts a gun to your kid's head and you're like, oh, not my kid. You're like, I'll give you the nuclear codes, just give me my daughter. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like we because we have a desire to protect those people so much. So so this this is a very, very effective lever. That's what I'm trying to say.
0: It is effective. If lever, your if
1: your son was like, hey, if you don't let me dress like a girl, I'm gonna kill myself, it, it'd be like, I mean,
0: no, I wouldn't wear, do it. You could probably wear a dress, I right? I wouldn't do
1: it. Well, I wouldn't would, do it, not no, no, because no. I'm
0: transphobic and not because... Here's why I wouldn't do it. I don't think the threat, yeah, the threat of suicide is a reason to do anything. Well, Other than save their life, but that's not saving their life. It's still, you're putting a Band-Aid on the problem. That, that Those people aren't necessarily going to go... They're suicidal. But you can understand why it's persuasive. 100%. Yeah.
1: And you can understand why that's a hard yes, decision. I can. And you can understand why... I'm not it's casting those versions on your wife, but your wife probably she she'd probably blink, right? She'd probably like I don't no. know. We can let him wear dress for a couple be, couple years. No, my wife. wouldn't. I'm not referring be. to your wife. I'm saying yeah. that in in a in, in a marriage, there's go, someone's going to go let soft on this. this. Someone's going to
0: go soft. So because this is, that's a that's a high stakes chicken. This is a problem for me. And this is a, if we were attacked as a country, right? Yeah. And your kids right we have we have young boys uh, and in this case maybe yeah. young girls no we have all right I have if we were attacked by a country and my, our kids volunteered to to enter the m- military yeah. right would you be okay with their sacrifice if they died yes. no i would be super sad no i would be okay i would be super sad but i would be okay you know why there are bigger issues than just me there are bigger issues than just me and my ch- son There are bigger issues. The fact that my son would sacrifice for me to go off so that my grandchildren could have a place to live in freedom is inspiring. And it should be lauded. But what we've come to in society is that nothing is more important than that individual's ability to stay alive. And nothing is worth dying for anymore. And you want to know what's really terrifying is? If we got invaded from Canada and from Mexico from a foreign thing, could we fight them off? I think right now we could. But if we continue this erosion of truth and knowing that there are things that are true and worth fighting for, then there's nothing really to fight for anymore. Borders don't matter. Countries don't matter. Liberty doesn't matter. Constitutions don't matter. Presidents don't matter. But anyway, hey, listen, do you know what? There are good things out there. And what my, my daughter and I went skiing. Oh, Christmas. nice. Yeah, and she wanted to learn Where how— Where we? were you? Where did you ski? We went to Park City, which no. is unbelievably beautiful. Yeah. And we had so much fun, and there was so much snow. And my daughter wanted to learn how—she's a good skier, and she wanted to learn how to snowboard this time. Yeah. And for all of you out there that want to learn how to snowboard, first of all, strangely enough, do you know people are skiing more than they snowboard? used to be for it was the opposite for a while people are now skiing a lot more are they yeah yeah it's really I heard that since, they, since they've gone to fatter skis skiing is just a little bit more fun it is more fun and I do both uh, yeah. but I I, am, I I enjoy snowboarding better anyway so she uh, to, to switch from skiing to snowboarding for to, to learn how to snowboard you can do it in about three days but uh, skiing it takes a lot longer I've done both skiing takes longer whatever you tell me it's not going to be true Listen, I'm not. I'm not trying to. P- I'm not trying to argue people with people. Do you. they argue with us all the time? O- the only reason
1: that I find it less stressful to to want to teach someone to ski is getting on and off the lift. Everything True. else is easier to teach on snowboarding. True, but getting on off the lift is just yeah, but hard. Once you learn
0: that, you're good. Kind of. Anyway, she got by the end of three days. She got to. She can do blues. You know, and so she. She's. You know, now now it's just a matter of practice, but yeah. uh, it was fun. It was totally fun to watch her. You know, she's 18 years old now and learning a new skill and super pumped about it. And, uh, she was, she, she's like, so people are so nice. And I looked at her, and I said, Madeline, you know why they're nice. You're a ski bunny she looked amazing she has this beautiful hair sticking out of her helmet you know it's like every time she falls down some boys over there to help her up i'm like and she's people totally are so nice she's, people are so nice like if that happened to me no one's helping me no up. one's helping william some old dude <laughs> sitting <laughs> over there on the ground
1: are you okay
0: yeah as he skis by people are so nice yeah, people are so nice i mean you're a ski bunny you're exactly uh. what they want a super hot 20-year-old, you know, 18-year-old kid with beautiful hair sticking out of their helmet. People are so There's nice. People are so nice. There's some,
1: uh, th- I've had some, a couple of fun things. I'm a little bit into the third season of uh, Ted Lasso, and uh, it's a little uneven, but uh, but I, it's fun to be back with those characters, so that's going pretty when well. You said
0: uneven. That doesn't make me happy.
1: Uh, I, I think I'm pretty sure it's going to close really strong, but it's been oh, a no. little uneven. Like, you know, episode one was pretty, eh. Episode two is pretty great. Episode three is really, eh. Episode four is uh, two days ago. I haven't watched it yet, so you know, I, I got fingers crossed. Have you watched Wednesday. I haven't watched Wednesday. Oh, it's good. Really, really good. Wow. Okay. It's really good. I'm really surprised that you're going going so hard on that. But I a lot really, of people, really loved it. A lot it. of people loved it. So, I
0: so man, that character, the the girl that plays it, is unbelievable. I heard
1: she's really good. Uh, the new Rob Lowe show, Unstable. Have you watched Unstable? <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, but I. Robin, you're gonna laugh. It's Rob, funny, it's good. It's
1: really fun. It's really, it's just it's all it is is a is a is a really competent sitcom. I'm not gonna act like it's high art. It's not high art. It's just a really competent sitcom. But but like when the jokes are supposed to punch, they punch they punch hard, man. Like I laugh
0: I laugh three or four times Rob an episode, I, out loud. I, I, I kind of like Rob Lowe better as a funny guy. Yeah, well, because he was really good. at are gonna Parks and you're Rad. gonna laugh hard at this show. It's funny. It's uh, my brother-in-law works on his drama show and they're I don't is it it's nine one one uh I know is Lone it still Star. is it still on? Yeah yeah it's still on.
1: Oh so he, he he's making two shows? Wow Yeah so got this is his
0: off season show. Interesting. Okay. This, so he It's fun though dude. And my brother in law uh, strangely, and it's not related to Rob Lowe. Yeah. But he uh is now gonna be working on the off season show as well.
1: Oh i got I have, I have more recommendations. Yeah. Uh the D and D movie is hilarious. Is it? Oh, it's hilarious. You Has, it's, have you seen? It's the, the best movie I've seen. Mario Kart one. I heard I that was really it. good. Mario's probably fine. But I the heard the, it's good. But the Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons movie is really good. You should you should seriously go see you, it. Wait, did you play? I know your son plays D and D. Do you play D? Did you uh, play? no, never played D and D. Never. Uh, my, but my son. Can who, I get it? If my I... son who? Yeah, I'm saying I I didn't understand anything, and it's great. You're oh, having yeah. a great time because okay. it's weird. It's because they they, it's a proper homage to D and D in that, they do actually keep all the rules of the D D universe but and the stakes are high people can die and the witches are scary but like the characters are care are lovable and it's funny it's just funny dude it's really funny like i laughed out loud a bunch of times i'm
0: looking for good movies i'll do so it.
1: that's good and then uh i went and saw the air movie
0: huh never heard of it
1: oh you haven't heard West. of it OK, so there's a show about uh, about Nike choosing to make the Air Jordans oh, no, I could do it. and um, and the drama around landing Jordan as the yeah, le- as I the saw, label I and kicking up I Air Jordans.
0: Saw, I saw the uh, and uh,
1: it's it's uh, it's very good. I mean, it's I you it's, you it's R-rated for language and it, and it earns that it earns that R-rating for language. But other than that, it's like uh, it's kind of uplifting and inspiring. It's, it's, it's like a business drama. You don't get a lot of those. And I wish we did because it was a high drama moment and it
0: was fun. <laughs> I watched, um, oh, I had a client we sold a building to, the guy that invented air. It's not actually Nike product. It's a Nike licensed product. Cool. So it's a guy, family. He he. I'm like, we're in, we're in his house. Talking about the air sole? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm in his house and I'm looking around. I'm like, he's got all these Nikes everywhere. I'm like, why do you have all these Nikes everywhere? And he's like, oh, I invented the air system. I'm like, what? And he goes, he tells me the root royalty he gets for every shoe that they sell.
1: Wow. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, so I was that was a fun show. They, they they had a lot of fun with the characters. They they made a little bit of fun of the of the of the Nike uh, owner, and they made a little bit of fun of everybody, honestly, except for except for Mike. Mike was like kind of the off screen deity
0: of the show. It was fun. I'm a big Mike fan. I was. I, it's interesting. I have a lot of animosity towards Nike right now, but the the Nike brand has so much equity and. In, in, in my mind, well,
1: this is this shows the moment. Could, this shows the totally. moment when they when they, it, they you're gonna like this show. So you're you're gonna watch it.
0: But I, I want Nike to succeed, and gonna, I just wish that you're gonna like this show. It's, stop it's hiring good, these it's, idiots. It's a good show. Oh, well, you tell me about the night. Why? You're the old, so
1: cheerful. Stop crying. <laughs> tell me something tell me something nice. <laughs> it's allergies. <laughs> Is it the? Oh, yeah. He's got the cedar flu. Cedar flu. It's, it's a sociogenic <laughs> disease, William. You don't have the cedar flu.
0: <laughs> sure feels like it. <laughs> you were, yesterday was so weird. We had a baseball game uh, two days ago, and it was beautiful, and t- yesterday it was gloomy and raining again. We are in a really weird pattern.
1: Dude, it's called weather. The the, the fact that there isn't, it is just disorienting to everyone. It is disorienting. What well, you're your experiencing wife says this, is weather dysphoria.
0: Yeah, weather, <laughs> I'm having weather dysphoria, <laughs> and your wife is like, I hate this stuff. And I'm like, why? She goes, well, I'm in California because I'm solar powered. Yes. I'm like, that's, yes right. that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, well, my solar, a, I hadn't thought about that. I'm not making as much on my solar panels anymore. (gasps) Oh, I got new tires on my Tesla. Okay. I know that that sounds so terrible, but Mm. it was really stressful. Why? Because everything when it has to do with a Tesla, you don't want to change it because they've done so much research into like roll tires, for instance. Roll resistance adds miles. Or, 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 you know, better roll resistance makes better miles. Right. And so they did a lot of development of the tire with Goodyear, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And... Inside the tire, there's foam. I didn't know this in an EV in order to make it quieter. I'm like, wow, I, d- I had no idea. So, well, because the cars I are get, quiet,
1: so you can hear the tires more. Uh, I think so. Right I I'm not, I'm oh, well, probably because they don't put a, as much sound reinforcement inside the car because they're trying to keep the car light.
0: Interesting. Oh, that's probably true too. I don't know yeah. that. Oh, anyway, so I, I went to get the tires and they're like, no one has them. And so, the guy I usually get tires from, he says, Well, these Yokohama's, Parat yokohama piranhas that he's like they're better and i'm like really and he goes they make the ride better and they make it quieter and i'm like really and he goes yeah you'll love them and i'm like okay so i got them and it did and i'm like not normally excited about tires but these are like make a measurable difference in the quality of the ride and i'm like this is super cool that's great yeah i had a lot of fun with it so i drive around my car right now zippy So Clark had to get some. He got his yesterday. I'm like, what do you think? He goes, well, yeah, they're all right. I'm like, no, there's like a real big difference. He goes, well, I can tell There's it's a little quieter and the ride's a little better. And I'm like, (laughs) what are you talking about? Like, why do I see this huge difference? Well, I'm really going to test it tomorrow because when I take my daughter to uh, school, that's when I make a Mario Kart out of the thing. So I'll see the performance. So we'll get his review this morning on his performance. Well, I can't wait. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm on pins and needles. Yeah, look, I do this all the time. I have the same thing. Okay, there's two. There's two upgrade paths. One historical because it doesn't really matter anymore, and one that you just said that I always I sink a ton of money into tires. Yeah. So every time I drive away, I'm like. Oh, this feels nice. Like, I, I always <laughs> feel that way. Like, I can get the cheapest pair of Philly, garbage probably. tires. And it's self Philly. To me, it is. I'm not trying to say that that's your experience because those Yokohamas sound really nice. I'm just saying that whenever I go get new tires for my kids, Why I'm, is it your kid, when I steer, I'm like, hey, that steers really You literally smooth. are trying to
0: make me feel mentally ill right
1: now.
0: Like, so everything I do, William, that's not really and The other upgrade wrong.
1: path, which is, again, this is no longer really a thing because now we're all on our phones. But back in the old days when you had to upgrade your PC your home computer every few years. Oh yeah. I would always be like, "Hey, look at that! Look at the see how fast it opened the browser. That was that was amazing."
0: <laughs> and, okay. And wait, it was just wait, always it was all wait. in your mind because no, it was the same. when no, was it? It was when it you got the Computer you have right there. You were like, you have no idea how much how it's faster than it's this. It's all in my mind. <laughs> you just said that. It's anyway. It is not in your mind. Your wife said the same thing. No, paper, but I'm, got I,
1: well, I'm saying I, I've now for many years wait, had, the 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 illness, had the fastest had the fastest. Socio- talking- sociogenic disease.
0: Socio- sociogenic <laughs> disease. <laughs> Your computer is so much faster
1: because it's sociogenic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, friends, this has been an uh, unintentionally, <laughs> fi- unintentionally firebrand uh, episode of the Waystation Podcast, source for life hacks, social commentary, and amazing stories. I'm Randy. I'm William. Have a good day.